So, right. So let's read the verse that we read yesterday. Uh, verse 13 of Romans chapter 8. For if we live after the flesh, we shall die. And if we through the spirit do modify the deeds of the body, we shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself witnesses with our spirit that we are the children of God. Okay. So uh, yesterday we read this verse and when you read this verse, you need to understand for yourself. You need to, um, you know, gauge for yourself. Is it, is it God's will for you to mortify the deeds of your body? Now, what happens if you say no? If you say no, it is not God's will for me to mortify the deeds of the body. Then that means you will never wait on God. You will never follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And you will always say, I'm saved by grace. And you will live life according to your own terms and conditions. Okay. Now, because you live life by your own terms and conditions, the fullness of salvation cannot be manifest in your soul and your body. Okay. So the fullness of manifest, uh, fullness of salvation, for it to manifest in your soul and your body, you need to partner with God. It is not God doing it alone or it is not you doing it alone, but it is co-laboring with God. So that's the reason when you read Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 7, Romans chapter 8, one of the things you will understand is that you have been co-crucified with Christ, you've been co-raised with Christ, now you're co-seated with Christ in the heavenly places, and now you have a co-sharing with Christ in the heavenly inheritance. Okay, so when you understand that this is God's will for your life, only then you can modify deeds of the body. Why? Because the fullness of salvation needs to manifest now in your soul and your body and without your alignment. Okay, see there are two things Jesus said. One thing Jesus said, for God nothing is impossible. And next thing Jesus said, with for you nothing shall be impossible. Now the two factors, you and God, need to co-partner or you need to partner and come into alignment for this thing to happen okay so one of the best confessions that you can make from romans chapter 6 romans chapter 7 romans chapter 8 is that i've been co-crucified with christ i've been raised from christ from dead to life i've been co-ascended with christ far above all principality power dominion and authority i'm seated with christ in heavenly places and now i'm a joint heir with Christ Jesus for the inheritance which is incorruptible, which is undefiled and unfailing. So that is one of the best confessions you can make after reading Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 7 and Romans chapter 8. Now in regards to mortification, when you say yes, okay, when you say yes, I will live by the spirit, that is when you get the download of the spirit or that is when you get the word of God. When I say the word of God, I'm not talking about the Bible, I'm not talking about the written word of God, I'm talking about the rhema. I'm talking about the direct voice of God. Because Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You know, bread is something that is made and cooked. Okay, but Jesus is saying, uh, sorry, it's something that's made, that's cooked, and then, you know, stored, and then we eat it. Jesus is saying, by the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That means, every day, whether it's morning, evening, noon, or in every situation, every circumstance of your life, God has a word for you, okay? And when you hear that word proceeding from his mouth, okay? You might not see his mouth, but when you hear the word that proceeds from his mouth, 
that word sustains itself that word creates for itself that word does its work by itself okay it is like a word that is released and has the power in itself to do whatever god intended it to do so when you hear this word just like jesus told to peter come and he started walking on the water why because the preceding word at that moment for peter was come okay at the preceding word of god for at that moment to peter was come so peter walked and he walked on the water the moment he lost his focus he sunk in the water right so now how do we modify our body okay the, the way we modify our body is by getting a download from the spirit we getting a plan from god getting a purpose from god getting a word from god in regards to our life and in regards to our situation why because we are not living by external circumstances we are people who are living by the word so when the word is full in us when we are full of what god said we need to do when we are full of god said where we are going when we are full of how god said we will possess what we will be possessing that is the time only we will be able to identify what are the deeds of the flesh if you are full of yourself then you know you will never be able to uh, dissect or you will never be able to distinguish what you are doing out of your own flesh and what you are doing out of the spirit just like the israelites okay the israelites were told that god will give them a promised land god told i will give you a land flowing with milk and honey god said i will give you houses you did not build god said the houses will be filled with good things you did not fill god said i will give you wells you did not dig now the israelites were full of themselves okay or they were full of the egyptian mentality in them so when they were going through the wilderness till the place they came to uh, when they came to the place called kadesh barnia when there was a test of what is there inside their heart only only two spies said we are able to possess the land but the 10 spies were full of what they saw because of because of them being full of what they saw they could not agree with god's word and now the entire 3 million people that is around 30 lakh people when they heard the report of the 10 people because they never uh, filled themselves completely with what god told because what god told was not in abundance living on the inside of them this 3 million people got impacted with 10 voices okay and then what happened the 3 million people out of them a whole generation died in the wilderness god could only take the next generation into the promised land okay so be very careful what you hear okay uh, other word in other way if i have to explain it to you hear god for yourself day in and day out hear god for yourself day in and day out okay because man shall not live by bread alone but by every word there is life in the word that proceeds from god and comes to you when the word comes to you it is embedded with life its dna is life that means if it touches a dead situation the dead situations become comes to life if it touches a dead body the dead body comes to life if it touches something corruptible that something corruptible is invaded with incorruptible life and it becomes good so how do you modify the deeds of your body get a download of god's word for yourself okay second thing recognize as you read the word of god the physical word of god as you read the uh physical bible okay recognize patterns in the bible and recognize those areas of life that are listed in the bible and if you already know that you are trapped in a cycle now as i told you today uh, when i was explaining the book uh, the book of isaiah and as i was explaining to you about the fast because we are empowered by the holy spirit we already have the power to break the yoke 
okay now somebody uh, here might be saying uh, might be crying out to god and saying god break the yoke of jealousy in my life okay and god says hey i have given you the power to break the yoke of jealousy over your life but what you are doing is you are being jealous all the time and then you are asking me to break the yoke over your life okay so many people do like that you know they ask god to break a particular bondage but they are the people who are fueling the bondage remember the yoke you fuel you would never be able to break it the yoke you fuel you will never be able to break it so whatever is the yoke that you have recognized in your life you have to stop fueling that yoke to be able to break it like somebody said uh, you will never be able to cast out what you entertain yourself with you will never be able to cast out what you able, what you entertain yourself with so that's the reason we have to be consciously practicing entertaining ourselves with the promises of god entertaining ourselves with the goodness of god why because the goodness of god and the promises of god are the antidote to everything that is there in the world and it will help you cast out those things that are not meant to be there in your life okay next let's read verse 15 okay for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father okay so let me just rephrase this for you and you know many times we use the scripture as a stand alone scripture okay and because we use the scripture as a stand alone scripture uh, sometimes we feel too good about it and sometimes some people are also laid back when for everything when they feel condemned they use the scripture that's good but what we need to understand that it is given in the context of being led by the spirit and not being led by the carnal uh, flesh it is given in the context of mortifying our body so what is uh, why is the scripture here because the scripture imparts identity to us and it says you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry abba father okay let me explain this in a different sense okay uh, when the bible says you have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry abba father what does it mean is see all the uh, all the other religions outside of the truth of christ okay all the other religions outside of the truth of christ and also a majority of the people in christianity what they do is they look at god as a resource they look at god as a resource now they look at god as a resource to get something called a source so they look they are looking for healing so they need a resource to dispense the healing so they look at god like that uh, they need uh, finances or prosperity so they look at god as a resource to get finances and prosperity so their entire attention is on uh, the thing that they need and then they are looking to god as a resource to get the thing or they are looking to god as a means to get a thing they are not looking to god as fulfillment by himself they are not looking to god as a person who is complete by himself and who is able to complete you by himself so you know probably they are looking to god uh, you know as i'm speaking to you uh, wherever we go uh, today i went to have some uh, buy some grilled chicken take away and you know when i was entering the restaurant they stopped me and then you know there was this dispenser wherein if you put the feet down then uh, a sanitizer comes out of the dispenser bottle right so they look to god like that they think if they kneel down before god then god is going to give them what they need while you know many people come to christ like that if you continue remaining with that kind of a mindset you can never mature 
to be a huer son of god okay those people who are not there in the group please read the message in the group today i have posted about technon and huer what is the difference between the sons of god mentioned in uh, john what is the difference between sons of god mentioned in galatians certain uh, galatians chapter 5 and what is the difference between sons of god mentioned in uh, romans chapter 8 so in romans chapter 8 it's talking about mature sons who identify okay who know what is their identity and these sons do not look to god as a resource these sons look to god as the source and they understand that everything else is a resource now because they look to god as the source god becomes their first point of contact for trust god becomes their first point of contact for strength god becomes their first point of contact for everything pertaining to life and godliness see many people approach god because they find themselves lacking something many people run behind god because now they are in a situation which or a problem which they cannot solve by themselves and they believe that only a power a supernatural power beyond them can help and then they come after god most of the christianity and also every other religion outside is like that but what this verse is trying to tell us okay when it says you have received a spirit of adoption what it is saying is you been adopted as god's beloved as god's divine in god's own family and god the abba father god the good good father is your direct source now when he is your source you should be seeing everything else is a resource seeing god as a resource and seeing everything as else as a source is actually an effect of the fall seeing god as a resource and seeing everything else as the source is actually an effect of the fall so christ has redeemed us christ has completely redeemed us and bible says we have not been redeemed by corruptible things but we have been redeemed by the incorruptible blood so if we have been redeemed by the incorruptible blood we need to have the same redeemed mindset okay that's why when we come to ecclesia we say you have been redeemed to rule and reign in this life why because it's a mindset redemption is a mindset that you need to carry it's true you've been redeemed but if your mindset is unredeemed if you're not renewed in your mindset to match your redeemed identity you will not see the benefits of your redemption now your mind is like a real estate space okay whomever you allow to build uh, you know whomever you allow to plow in it whomever you allow to put their farm in it whomever you allow to build their real estate building in it according to it your mind will develop so what the bible is saying here in romans chapter 8 is that you need to give the space over to god why because he is the source so you need to fill the space with the word that he is speaking to you right now okay probably he is speaking to you about your personal ministry probably he is speaking to you about his plan and purpose for your life probably he is speaking to you about your day to day agenda probably he is speaking to you about your habits probably he is speaking to you about how you need to use your time wisely you know everybody likes restoration and the best formula for restoration is to redeem your time the best formula for restoration is to redeem your time put god first put his call first put his purpose first and you will immediately find that everything that was being lost in your life is being restored in your life okay so when you give your mind over to god you do not look at god as a resource now you look at god as a source now so this word that is going to come from god this leading that is going to come from the holy spirit this unction that you are going to receive from the holy spirit 
should matter to you more than your monthly salary it should matter to you more than a large sum of money it should matter to you more than going out for a celebration or a party why because you understand that when you receive this you received a inherent incorruptible power along with it that is going to sustain your life beyond life that can be sustained in the natural realm now that is why some people do not receive the word of god why because they when they sit to hear god's voice they are already so distracted when they sit to hear god's voice they already you know they have already become so casual about it you know that they don't place a value on it and unless you place a value on the anointing unless you place a value on hearing god's word unless you place a value on hearing the proceeding word of god you will not be able to hear god's word for that situation no brother the bible shows so many times god came and rebuked yeah. that does happen you know when we go on the wrong track when we go on off track god does rebuke okay but god is not a god who always keeps rebuking he's a god of choices so when you wake up in the morning you have a choice you have a choice whether you want to hear his proceeding word today you have a choice whether you want to fill yourself with his thoughts and his plans for today you have a choice whether you want to fill yourself with his desires for today you know if you continue doing without him he is not going to knock you every second every minute every day yeah there are times there are instances in the bible where you know god came rebuked people he sent prophets he sent everything but now through the message of the son he has directly given us an identity and if we don't value that identity remember when we don't value that identity we are uh, like um, esau who sold his birthright for a bowl of soup yeah so we like yesterday i was telling you as soon as we get up we all need to do three things we need to brush we need to go to the washroom and we need to eat our tiffin but instead of that unless your priority becomes that every day of my life i need to receive the proceeding word of god unless this becomes a top priority in your life unless this becomes a much needed essential in your life okay now in this covid time many people understand what is essential right so you know government says you can go out only for essentials that means what you want to buy dal rice you want to buy important things for the house or you want to buy medicine okay you can go out but for not essentials it says don't go out of the house in the same way we are treating those things that are non essential as essential and we are treating those things that are essential as non essential and unless we understand it is the proceeding word of god that is like a flame of fire it is like a ball of fire it is like you know something that sets our heart ablaze that proceeding word of god when it sets us ablaze only modification can follow so if you are not illuminated on the inside if you are not full on the inside if you have not been built on the inside we will not actually not able be able to discern and recognize what are the deeds of the flesh that we need to modify okay when we hear, read this verse it says we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear what 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 happened as a result of the fall is there came a fear and a spirit of bondage men are bondage men are in bondage to things men are in bondage to circumstances men are in bondage to their unredeemed identity men are in a bondage to the fallen consciousness okay and everything you know the a certain way life takes us a certain way because everything we do is motivated by fear okay you want to do you know uh, you want to dress up in a certain way because you are fearful somebody will 
comment that you, you are not up to their uh, mark if you don't dress up in a certain way you want to have all the certain things because you fear that among your relatives among your cousins you will be the only one who doesn't have a so, so and so so and so certain electronic gadget everything done out of motivation of fear is done because we see god as a resource and not as a source and we see the things around us as a source and whatever we find as you know whatever we acknowledge in our word and in our deed as a source is what we have aligned our identity with that's why bible says you know uh, when it speaks of esau when he sold his birthright for a bowl of soup bible says do not be a fornicator like esau now fornication is a worse word than adultery and fornication is a word used for somebody who indulges in physical adultery even before marriage now esau did nothing like that he only gave he only took a bowl of soup and he gave away his blessing and bible says every time a believer instead of identifying himself with god as his father as his source and things as his resource every time a believer instead of identifying and living his life like this every time a believer starts identifying with things as his source starts finding his identity in things every time a believer does this what actually happens is that this believer has created his identity so remember this the identity that god gave you cannot be taken away from you one okay this is true about the grace of god but if you do not work or if you do not align yourself with the identity that god has given you you will not experience the transformation that grace can give you so those you, though you have a revelation of grace you do not have the revolution of grace in your life though you have a revelation of grace you do not have the transformation of grace in your life and our whole life okay is not about going to heaven it is being transformed into the heavenly image right here on the earth it is so that the incorruptible power of god will swallow up everything corruptible in our life so that the immortal power of god will swallow up every mortal thing in our life and how do we feed our consciousness to be able to inherit this incorruptible undefiled unfading glory is by directly listening to the voice of god now am i saying that we should not read the bible no why because the more you read the bible the more you will be training your senses to be aligned and to listen to god's voice for example if you do not read your bible then you know there are certain aspects of your life that you cannot you know it's like this if you do not read the textbook and you are waiting on god to speak to you when god speaks to you you really don't know whether it's god speaking to you or your carnal senses speaking to you because you do not know how the textbook or what the syllabus is there in the textbook so read the bible but most importantly practice listening to god's proceeding voice now some of the challenges people have listening to god's proceeding voice is our day to day hectic schedule because we are always on a run okay number 2 distraction if you you know uh, if you cannot practice keeping yourself away from gadgets or you cannot practice keeping yourself away from the opinions and the plans of people you can never hear god's audible voice for yourself okay number 3 waiting time okay now this is uh, as simple as uh, i can explain it to you this is how i can tell it to you okay the more you hear the more you will keep on hearing the less you hear whatever you are hearing you will stop hearing that also reason is when we come into a consciousness of your our union with christ 
when we come into a consciousness of who we are in Christ, okay, it's easy to hear God's voice. But there are times that because of our emotional drain out or because of our, uh, of our body being worn out, there are times we need to be patient. And in those times, remember, it is not the, vo the voice that we wait on or it is not directly the answer that we wait on. It is God on whom we wait on. Because Bible says, those who trust in the Lord and those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength like the eagle. Okay? So whom are you waiting on in the waiting time determines what happens to you. If you're feeling drained out, the thing is that though you are waiting, it is not God you are waiting on. Because when you wait on God, you will be refreshed, you will be re-energized, and you will be renewed from the inside. And as you wait on God, you will also hear his voice. And as you are, as you are faithful in hearing his voice in one or certain areas of his life, and doing what his voice tells you, you will become faithful in hearing his voice and doing what his voice tells you in all other areas of your life. Okay. So as we close this section today, Monday we'll be starting a new section. As we close this section today, I just want to remind you, God is not done with you just by bringing you to his saving knowledge. He has a great mind and he has a great purpose. He has a great plan for your life. And his plan for your life is so great that Bible says, even the angelic hosts, even the principalities, even the powers, even those things which are in the heavenly places need to look down on you and see the manifestation on your life and say, wow, we never imagined that God had come up with such a plan that he would share his divinity with humanity in such a fashion. Now, if imagine my friend, that's, that's why I said, you know, the concept of going to heaven is little tricky. Why? Because when you go to heaven, uh, many of the principalities, powers and everything, actually death is taking credit for sending you to heaven. Okay? But it is when the incorruptible, unfading, undefiled glory of God manifests on us human beings here on earth, when we show forth the manifestation of us partaking of our divine nature, that is when the principalities, powers, dominions, and authority can recognize whew, what a God and how much has he loved these humans that he has shared his divine nature without limitation, without uh, you know, a circumference or without a boundary with these humans. And this is this God's redemption plan that you know that he has manifested himself in his wholeness, in his completeness in form of human flesh that is through his sons who is you and who is me so i just want to encourage you you know our life uh, we either have two type of christians today one type of christians who like to hear about going to heaven the second type of christians who like to hear that by grace everything is done now you don't need to do anything okay if it was so like that the same paul who said it's the gospel of grace would not have said you need to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. He would not have added these two words saying with fear and trembling. If he wrote work out your salvation with fear and trembling, reason he wrote that is, you know, is like this. Those in the old covenant, when they approached God, they approached God with fear and trembling. Okay. But in the new covenant, we have not approached God. God has approached us and God has made himself, God has made himself 
reside on the inside of us okay so if those people were fearing and trembling god for one reason there is another reason that we need to fear and tremble in front of god the reason we fear and tremble and work out our salvation is because we are the residents of god is because god is dwelling in us completely is because 24/7 god's abiding place or god's residential address is my body and your body so if those people feared god because something might happen to them okay how much more are we to live in the reverential fear of god in the reverence that this almighty god this supreme god is now living on the inside of us and that is the reverential fear that is the reverential trembling that causes us to modify our body because we want to experience this oneness with god not only in the spirit but we want to experience this oneness with god even in our soul and we want to experience this oneness with god even with our body and that is god's plan for our life my friend and unless we are completely surrendered to this we will not be able to experience this so you are a chosen generation that's the reason you got the revelation in immortality but listen to me you might get the revelation of immortality but if there is no alignment between your soul and your body to align itself with the spirit in this revelation there will never be a manifestation so that is the reason i believe god who said he will pour out his spirit without measure in the last days is speaking to us so much because we are surely we are in the last days since 2000 years but surely now the revelation the new wine is being poured out in such a way so that the souls and the hearts the minds the bodies of the believers will be renewed re-energized they will become incorruptible let's just pray father i thank you for everybody on this call i thank you for every group member i thank you for every person on this call father and father as we realize that it is not the goal of going to heaven but it is the goal of experiencing you experiencing oneness with you right here on earth completely through our soul and our body father if we miss the vision father we repent if we miss the vision we repent if we miss the goal father we repent father and we surrender ourselves completely to you father so that we might receive the light in such a way father that that light will help us modify that life will help us modify that incorruption will help us modify every deed of our body father that is become a stumbling block that is become a stagnation block that has become a hindrance for your power to your for your entire for your entire wholeness to embrace our soul and our body i pray freedom to people i pray fire on people i pray your life on people i pray your light on people father and i pray father as they become conscious that they are the abiding places they are the resting places in whom you have taken up residence father i pray a holy awe a holy reverence a holy fear come upon them that will cause them to work out their salvation in jesus name i pray amen